the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, happy Lord's Day, and welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm Sam Nicholas. I'm your host. I'll be here for the next hour, taking your calls, talking about the Bible, and just seeking God's power in prayer. Seeking God's power in prayer. Can you can you read? Can you can you, can you just soak that in? We're going to seek God's power in prayer to change things in your life. Do you need a change in your life? Do you need something to change in your life? Do you need God to do something in your life? Well, prayer is how we access. Prayer is our access to God. You know, too many Christians today have forgotten about prayer. Too many churches today have forgotten about prayer. Well, we have not forgotten about prayer here at the Gypsy Christian Hour. Here at KKLA, we pray and we seek the Lord. So would you just just take a moment right now and help me pray and just open this program in prayer. Father, we thank you, Mokodel. We thank you, Lord, because you are a God who is accessible through prayer. Lord, we find you in prayer. We can seek you in prayer. We can seek your desire, your will, your doings in our life is, is all through prayer, Mokodel. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for the, the, the fact that you left us the ability, the the the, the 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 road into your presence through seeking you in prayer. You said in Jeremiah twenty nine twelve that when we seek you with all our heart, that we will find you, declares the Lord. So, Lord, I just pray that everyone who's who who has a need tonight would use, would take advantage of this ability to come before you, come before you in prayer. I pray that you touch each and every listener tonight, Lord that we would have an experience with you, an interaction with you, that the Holy Spirit would descend upon us, Father. I pray, Lord, that you would do all you desire to do through this next hour. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord again. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm Sam Nicholas. I'm your host for the next hour, taking your calls and talking about the Bible. We are a live program here in studio, ready to take your calls, ready to pray for your prayer requests, ready to seek God's power for you in your life. So if you need a touch of the Lord, if you if you have a need that you want to bring before the Lord tonight, if you know somebody who has a need tonight, then let's, let's come before him. Let's come before him in prayer. Call in tonight. The number is 888 
888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if there's something or someone you want to pray for, pray about tonight. Just let's bring them before the Lord. You know, I've said it before so many times. We love to stand in the gap. We stand in the gap for others, for others that the Lord puts on our hearts that we know to pray for, that we need to pray for. So if you know somebody who's hurting, if you know somebody who's ill, who's sick, who's in the hospital, who needs prayer, I encourage you, let's take this time to pray. Let's take this time to seek the Lord. So call in tonight with your prayer request. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, if you want to come before the Lord in prayer tonight, let's pray for your prayer requests here at the Gypsy Christian Hour. It's 888-995-5552. If you have a Bible question, a question about the Bible, the church, Christianity, doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, whatever is on your mind tonight, whatever question is on your mind tonight, is on your heart tonight, I encourage you to call in with your questions about the Bible, about Christianity, doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, world religions, whatever is on your mind tonight, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. For your prayer requests, your questions, uh, whatever's on your mind tonight. How about testimonies, praise reports, whatever? What, how has God blessed you this this year? How has God blessed you? Uh, how has God answered your prayers? What has the Lord done for you? We'd love to hear from you tonight on your testimonies, your praise reports. Call in tonight. Also, if you have a question about Christmas, you know Christmas is around the corner. Literally, it's a few days away. Uh, this uh, Tuesday is uh, Christmas Eve. And Wednesday was Christmas. So if you've got a question about Christmas, we've got a teaching tonight. Uh, if we have time, called The Origins of Christmas. You know, how did Christmas get started? When did we start celebrating Christmas? What's going on here uh, with this holiday that we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ? And where did all these customs uh, come from? Uh, these things that we do, the Christmas tree, gift-giving, uh, the 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 colors of Christmas all have their origins in Christianity. All have their origin origins in Christianity. So if you have a, uh, a question about Christmas or any other question about Christianity, the Church, doctrine, the Bible, whatever, call in tonight with your prayer requests and questions. The number is eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's eight eight eight. Nine nine five fifty five fifty two. I want to remind you that we get together every Friday night for prayer and for worship. So if you've uh, missed out on coming to church, if you've missed out on being somewhere on Friday nights that you know you need to be, this is where you need to be. You need to be in prayer, in worship, and studying God's Word. So I invite you to come out and be with us every Friday night. Uh, we get together at 8 p.m., for prayer and for worship, just just to get before the Lord in, in, in His presence, to come before God in a in a in a very uh, comfortable time, a very comfortable place, we can come and worship God and seek Him in prayer. So, if you 
need somewhere to be on Friday nights, I encourage you to come out and be with us for prayer and for worship, studying God's Word. We've been studying the book of Genesis. It's been pretty awesome, I'll tell you. We've had a great time studying the book of Genesis chapter by chapter and verse by verse. So I encourage you to come out and be with us on Friday nights. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's pretty easy to get to. Just take the 210 freeway into Arcadia area and get off at Santa Anita. Go north one block to Foothill and make a right. Go one more block to 1st Avenue and make another right, and you'll see us at 805 North 1st Avenue, the corner of Forest and First. Also, uh, 10 a.m. is uh, is uh, Sunday service with Pastor Walter Hofflin there. So if you're looking for a church, somewhere to be Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., that's the place to be. And just to let you know, uh, this coming Friday, uh, we're going to be taking the week off, but we will start up our studies again on January, what is it here? It'll be January the 3rd, Friday, January the 3rd, the first Friday after New Year's. We'll be getting together again. So mark your calendar. Mark your calendar and get ready to start the year in prayer, start the year in worship. Uh, Come out and be with us for Friday nights at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia, Friday nights at 8 p.m. Also, I want to remind you that this is a listener-supported program, so if you can, would you pray this week uh, about a year-end offering or about supporting this program uh, monthly with, with your financial help? We'll stay here at KKLA. We've been here for 32 years, and we're seeking to, to be here as long as the Lord would have us here on Saturday nights at midnight. So you can make your check of money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour. That's the Gypsy Christian Hour. Send it into P.O. Box 93917. That's P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. You can also make your check of money order out and send it here to KKLA, and they'll put it in our mail slot. So whatever is easier for you, but I hope that you'll pray this week and just seek the Lord on what he would have you do if he would have you support this program as we're here seeking the Lord in prayer and in his word. So again... Call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. It's 888-995-5552. We're going to pray uh, for some prayer requests. Mimi sent in a prayer request. Uh, she needs prayer for what's going on in her life. We also want to pray for Jeremiah. And for Fernando, uh, for, for, for the needs in their life. So, Father, we come before you, Lord. And we're seeking and desiring, Lord, that you would make a change. That you would do a mighty work. That you would bless Mimi, bless Jeremiah and his mom, bless Fernando, Lord. And just do what you desire to do. Have your way, Holy Spirit. And I just pray, Father, your blessing upon them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. If you'd like to call in tonight with your prayers, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. You know, uh, we're getting ready for Christmas. And, of course, you know, we 
always, always, always want to put the emphasis on Jesus. We want the emphasis to be on Jesus. Um, we've had a lot of calls, uh, but they keep hanging up. Is everything okay, guys, with the phones? Are we having problems with the phones? Okay. We've been having some trouble with our phone lines. So please, excuse me, please uh, keep calling in. Uh, we'll get the phone lines fixed, whatever's going on. I, I see the, the lines lighting up, and then they suddenly just disappear. So we'll get the phone lines fixed, but uh, if you're calling in, don't give up. Call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-the-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. Don't hesitate. Don't wait till the last minute. Call in tonight with your prayer requests. Call in tonight with your Bible questions. If you have a question about the Bible, about Christianity, about doctrine, theology, whatever. If you have a question on Christmas, if you ever wondered, you know, why do we do this or why do we do that on on, on Christmas, you know, call in tonight and ask your question. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. It's 888-995-5552. Let's go to our first caller. Uh, I don't have a name, but we will see who's online too. Hi, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we? Hi there. Hi. How are you? Um, fine. My name is Paula. I'm the lady that called in, I think, a couple of weeks ago about my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, having that glaucoma issue. Well, praise the Lord. When the doctor checked my eyes out, I uh, it went down to 12 points. Well, that's awesome. From the time he had last checked my eyes. And I'm supposed to go in tomorrow. I'm going for the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I, I was so happy and just glad and thankful to you for praying for me. And Well, that's wonderful, and Paul. I'm so glad to hear the good results, and we'll pray for even more good results, that when you go back to the okay, doctor, good. that everything will be normal, that everything will just be perfect, and that uh, you won't have any more problems with this glaucoma. Amen? Amen. And I'm we, leaving for that. We Praise give the God. glory to God. God is a God who hears our yes, prayers. We do. God is a God who Amen. hears prayers and answers prayers. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for yes, the good results. Does. We thank you, Lord, for the for the uh, the lower pressure, Lord, in in Paula's eye. And I thank you, Lord, for for what you're doing and what you've done. And I pray, Father, that you would continue to bless her, continue to heal her, Lord, continue to do the work that only you can do, Lord. I pray, Father, that as she goes back to the doctor, Lord, that the that the doctor would see we would have perfect results, a perfect healing, and uh, a good a good report, a report from the Lord. So, Father, we thank you, we praise you, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen, Nicholas. You rock. And then Merry Christmas to you and, and yours. Okay. And you have a very Merry Christmas, also. God bless you. Thank you. Good night. Bye bye. Oh, that's awesome to hear a testimony, to hear a praise report. So we thank the Lord for, for Paula's healing, and we pray that he continues to heal her. And if you need healing tonight, you know, I'm just feeling right now, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling depressed, if for some reason the Christmas season is not a happy season for you, I hope that you'll call in tonight and give us the chance to pray God's peace over you and God's grace and mercy and his joy. So if you're suffering from depression, if the holiday season is a time of sadness for you instead of joy, 
Let's pray. Let's seek God's joy. Let's seek God's grace and his mercy. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for your calls for prayer. If you want to call upon the Lord, if you want to seek the Lord for to just to touch your life, to touch your heart, to touch your circumstance, your situation, call in tonight. Let's go back to the phone lines where we're going to talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Sammy. How you doing? Happy Sunday. Happy Lord's Day. And happy Lord's Day to you also. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. How you doing? Doing okay. How can we pray for you okay, tonight? I want to ask you a question. Is Steve Johnson having a Christmas Eve service? Yes, Steve Johnson is having a Christmas Eve service at 8 o'clock on uh, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday Christmas Eve in Temple City on Temple City Boulevard. So you have one at eight o'clock, so it ends about maybe a lot of oven, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably it'll probably be about a two hour, at least an hour and a half to two hour service. Yes. Okay, that's good. Okay, well, anyway, uh, I was going to ask you a question. Uh, I was going to ask you. Okay, yeah, I want to ask you a couple questions. I'll make it quick. Okay, what is green? What is green representing Christmas? Green, and blue and gold. Well, well, green represents the everlasting life that Jesus gives us, that Jesus brings us. Uh, green rep- represents life. When you see green in nature, that means the tree is is alive. The the, the field is uh, of grass is alive. So green is the color of life. Uh, so green represents life. And then the other color of, of Christmas is red, which represents the blood of Christ that was shed for our sins. And also the color white is a is a, a color of Christmas, and it represents Jesus's purity and his holiness and his sinlessness, his perfection. So those are the colors of so Christmas. Let me ask you something. What does gold represent? Well, gold represents probably the 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 gold that was given to Jesus uh, by the by the wise men. Uh, there was gold, okay. frankincense, and myrrh that the wise men brought to Jesus for uh, as gifts when when he was born. Okay, and then another thing. Uh, okay, did they ever talk about Santa Claus in the Bible? No, there's no there's no mention of Santa Claus in the Bible. No, you're laughing too. <laughs> no, it's just, it, you know, uh, Santa Claus is not mentioned in the Bible. There's there's no character. There's no mention of Santa Claus. Uh, but there is a, 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 a you know the, the 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 man behind Santa Claus, Saint Nicholas, was a real person. Uh, he was a, uh, a, a Turkish monk in Myra, Turkey, and uh, the, the, uh, the legend of Santa Claus began with a real person, and his name was, Saint, was Nicholas uh, in, uh, in Turkey. And we'll talk about him uh, if we have time a little later, but he was a real person, and he was a Christian, and he loved the Lord. Yeah, and, all, and also there was a Mrs. Claus, too, I know that. Well, I, I don't know if if, uh, if Nicholas was married or not, but he was a, uh, a Turkish monk. Uh, you okay. know, the, the whole thing about Santa Claus is is mythology. It's, it's, it's a myth. It's a legend. It's it, uh, the whole thing about Santa Claus is not real. But the legend of Santa Claus, okay, or Sinterklaas, or Saint Nicholas, uh, began uh, in 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 uh, in Turkey. With a real person, a Nicholas, who was a monk, who loved the Lord, and we can talk. We'll talk about okay, that. Let me. And then uh, uh, 
Are you are you going to be there at Steve Johnson's church on Christmas Eve? Yeah, I'll be there. In fact, uh, I'll be there tomorrow also, uh, and uh, I'm I'm going to be preaching tomorrow at Steve Johnson. Oh. So I'll be bringing the word. I will be bringing the word tomorrow. Christmas Eve, right? I'll be bringing the word tomorrow. Uh, or today, this uh, well, for well, Sunday I'll service, and then Bobby, take a, Bobby, me and you will take another photo. We'll take a picture. Together. Okay, all right, Jeremiah. Oh, and then another thing, maybe you could pray for. Yeah, maybe you, maybe you could pray for God to bring peace. And you know, one day when it's will, when it's His will, like me and Fernando could get back together and start being friends. And well, Father, I pray Jeremiah I pray for him and his mom, and I pray for for this for this situation with him and Fernando, Lord, that you would reconcile this situation, Lord, that you would bring uh, their their friendship back together again, Lord, and that you would just have your way in their life, Lord. We thank you and praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Sammy. I will see you on Tuesday. Okay? God bless you, Jeremiah. Have a Merry Christmas. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to David. Hi, David. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? How can we pray for you? Hey Sammy, how are you? Doing well, David. How you doing? Oh, good. Um, so I was one of those people that are going through a lot of um, sadness right now during the holidays. I just uh, <clears throat> still have a lot of depression. I just feel alone. I never felt so lonely before. I just want God to bless me with somebody in 2020. I've been praying for a good name. I just just don't know uh, what to do anymore. I've been praying about it, and nothing came. So. Amen. Well, you know, James tells us, James tells us that when we are lacking in understanding or wisdom, to call upon the name of Jesus, to call upon the Lord who gives, gives wisdom. He gives wisdom freely, uh, and he's able to to do what we think is impossible. David, you know, even in this time of, even in this, this time when when. When sadness might be upon us, or when when depression might try and grab a hold of us, he is able to 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 instill his joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The Bible says. He also says, "Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving." We're thankful for salvation in Christ. We're thankful that we're never alone. You're never alone, David. The Lord is always is always near. He's never far from you, and He's willing to hear your prayers, listen to your prayers. And to answer every one of our prayers. So, Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you that David called in tonight. I thank you, Lord, that he's opening up his heart and he's seeking you, Lord, to restore the joy in his life. Father, I pray against depression. I pray against sadness. I pray against the the, the world that comes against your children, Father. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would restore joy, that you would restore the the the, the joy, the happiness, the 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 just the knowledge of who you are and what you mean to all of us, Lord. How that without you, Lord, we're truly lost. We're lost in a world, Lord, without the prompting, without the, the, the infilling, without the presence of your Holy Spirit, Lord, in our life. And I thank you, Lord, that you put your Holy Spirit to, within us, Lord, to lead us, to guide us, to give us wisdom. And I pray that you would give David wisdom, Lord, and that you would lead him, Lord, to the person that you've chosen for him, Lord, as a helpmate, as a as a partner in this world. Lord, I just pray that you would walk with him and that he would walk with you, Lord, and that each day would be filled with the joy of the Lord, that each day would be filled, Lord, with the knowledge of who you are, what you've done, and what you're going to do in David's life. 
So I pray, Lord, that you would just lead him and guide him. Bless him, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thank you, Sammy. Go, go. Uh, have, a, have a Merry Christmas. You too, David. Have a very Merry Christmas. The Lord loves you, and the Lord's always with you, man. Yes. God bless Amen. you. Thank you. God bless you. Good night. And if you'd like to call in tonight, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, I encourage you to call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. For the on-the-air calls, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, or if you want to ask a question about about Christianity, about the Bible, anything that's on your mind tonight, call in. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Well, like I was saying earlier, we want to, when Christmas comes, you know, there's the tendency to get all wrapped up in what's going on, what needs to get done, whether it's decorating the house, (coughs) finding a tree, buying presents. You know, the world can really, really get you distracted with all of the trimmings, for lack of a better uh, expression, the trimmings of Christmas. Everything can get about the day instead of the person. But Christmas is all about Jesus Christ. You know, uh, the, the title of this teaching is The Origins of Christmas. Where, is, where and what is, the or, or, what is the origins of the day that we celebrate? It's called Christmas. Well, it's in the word Christmas. It's Christ. Christ, the Anointed One. Christ, the sent one, the one who was sent from heaven, the one who was sent from heaven to redeem our life, to redeem our souls. We can't allow the trimmings of Christmas to take out the meaning behind the celebration of Christmas. We celebrate Christmas because of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's the Christ in Christmas, you know, I've been watching uh, uh, Fox News and uh, different uh, Christian uh, uh, broadcasts, and so many Christian broadcasts tell us that there is a war going on on Christmas. How uh, people are being penalized and being uh, 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 reprimanded for saying "Merry Christmas." So why is the world so against this phrase of Merry Christmas? Why do they want you to say Happy Holidays to be more inclusive about all the rest of the holidays? Well, it's not December the 25th isn't about any other holiday. It's about the birth of Jesus Christ. And we say Merry Christmas in order to keep Christ in this day, in this day, to remember that it's about Jesus Christ. Merry Christmas. Yes, the world has been against Christmas from the beginning. The world doesn't want you to remember Jesus Christ. The world doesn't want you to center around Christ. But Christians, don't be afraid to wish somebody a Merry Christmas. Say it with honor. Say it with gratitude. Say it in praise of Jesus Christ who was born on this day. We say Merry Christmas because the origin of this day began in a manger when our Savior was born. So when was our Savior born? 
What does the Bible say about our Savior being born? Well, in Luke 2, the second chapter, it tells us, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> now, it came about in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be taken of all the inhabited earth. This was the first census taken while Quirinius, or I can't pronounce the word, the name, uh, Quirinius, the governor of Syria. The first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all were proceeding to register for the census, everyone to his own city. So wherever they were born, they had to go back to that city to be uh, uh, to be counted. It says, And Joseph went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of the family of David. So Joseph was a descendant of David. He was born in Bethlehem, and he had to go back to Bethlehem to be counted in the census. So he went with Mary, who was engaged to him, and who was with child. And it came about that while they were there, the days were completed for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. And she wrapped him in clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. So Mary and Joseph traveled to Bethlehem. And while they're there, she gives birth to Jesus Christ. So the whole thing is, why? when was Jesus born? We celebrate his birth on December the 25th. Is this the day, the actual day when Jesus was born? No. The Bible does not tell us the exact date for the birth, but it does give us hints. We know it wasn't December the 25th. How do we know Jesus was not born on December the 25th? Well, Joseph and Mary were traveling. <coughs> they were traveling for the census. And they wouldn't be traveling during the winter. Rome wouldn't cause them to travel during the winter. Nobody travels in this nobody travels in the dead of winter. You know, uh, you know Bethlehem was probably around seventy to ninety I forget what it was, seventy or ninety miles from Nazareth. And they traveled, they walked, you know, or they had a donkey. But they traveled by ground, there was no, you know, no, no, no automobiles. There was no uh, trains. You know, there was no easy way to travel back then. They d- traveled by walking, or by by donkey, or, but they traveled by foot from Nazareth to Bethlehem. This was probably a three to four day journey, and. They would have to take provisions with them. They would have to get ready. They, would, they, they knew what they were up against traveling. And nobody would travel during the winter. Rome would not cause them, make people travel during December because of the cold weather. It would be just too hard. So we know it wasn't December the 25th. Another reason we know that it wasn't December the 25th is because of the shepherds. It says in Luke 2.8, and in the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. Shepherds would not be out in the fields in December. It would be too cold. They wouldn't keep their flocks out in, in, in the cold. Uh, it wasn't a common practice to, to, to be out in the fields 
during this time, during December. Uh, shepherds were out in the fields usually from March to early October. So Jesus would have been born sometime in the spring to early fall. We know it was not in December. What year was it? Again, we're not sure, but it had to be no later than the year 4 BC because we know Herod died that year. Herod died that year, so we know it wasn't before 4 BC. So it was, wasn't before at least 2,000 years, more than 2,000 years. So these are some of the things that we know about Christmas. We know that Jesus was born in Bethlehem. We know that, his par- that, that Joseph and Mary traveled from Nazareth to Bethlehem. And Jesus was born in Bethlehem. He was born uh, in, a, in, a, in a manger because there was no room for them at the end. And she, I'm sorry, she laid him in a manger. He was born really in a cave. Because what 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 would happen is they, they they would have these caves where they would put the animals in so they would get them out of the cold. So they were in like this cave, and that's where they, Joseph and Mary were staying uh, when Jesus was born. And when he was born, she laid him in a manger. A manger is like a feeding trough. So she probably laid some hay in this feeding trough and used this as like a crib, a place for him to, to lay. So we know... This is what we know from the Bible about Jesus' birth. Uh, it was probably anywhere from from uh, March to October, uh, anywhere in that area, but it was not in December. Uh, how do we come up with December 25th? Well, that's another conversation that we'll have in just a little bit, but we're going to go back to our phone lines. We've got some callers who need prayer, and we're going to talk to Jackie first. Hi, Jackie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Yes, Pastor Sam, I just wanted you to pray. I was driving, and I just saw a really bad accident. I didn't see it, but I saw the after effects. And I just thought about, I looked in the cars, and it really hit my spirit. I saw, like, bags. Like, it looked like they were Christmas shopping. And I just was thinking about the families. And it is, I don't know their name, but I just want to play right. the street cars. And I just want to pray for those Amen. families. Well, Father, we pray for those who were involved in this accident, Lord. We pray your protection, Lord, upon them, Father. We pray, Lord, your healing upon them. Whatever injuries that were occurred, I pray, Lord, that you would heal these injuries, Father, that, that there would be no fatalities, Lord, and that there would be no permanent damage, Lord, but that you would watch over these families, Lord, who are out shopping maybe, Lord, or whatever. I pray, Lord, that your blessing and your healing would be upon them, Father. Lord, I pray, Lord... Lord, that you would just totally heal these families, that you would just watch over yes, these families, and that you would bring, Lord, that, you, that, this, that there would be no tragedy. Father, we pray yes, against yes. tragedy, Lord, and we just pray, Lord, your healing and your protection Thank upon you. all involved, Lord. We don't know the circumstances, yes. the situation, Lord, but we do know that there was an accident, and people were involved, and we know that there's Thank a God who hears our prayers, Thank Lord, you. and knows each and every circumstance and situation, Lord. I pray for their physical healing, Lord, and I pray, Lord, that you would use this opportunity. If, they, if they're not Christians, if they don't know you, Lord, that you would use this opportunity to reach out to them, Lord, yes. to save them, Father, and bring them to a saving yes. knowledge of who you are. In Jesus' name we pray. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Sam. God Merry bless you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Jackie. God bless. Let's go to another caller. 
Hi, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we pray for you tonight? Uh, yes, I'm calling. Um, one is for my health. I have a situation where I'm living where there's a lot of death going on, and I'm having difficulties keeping my things, and it's causing me to have high blood pressure. I have had uh, strokes in the past, and I just pray that the Lord would keep me in peace and, and um so that I don't get sick. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for it. Well, Father, we just pray, Lord. You say that we can be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, to let our requests be made known unto you. And you promise, Lord, in that scripture, that the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. And I just pray for this caller, Lord, that you would guard her mind and guard her heart Guard her her physical well-being and protect her, Lord, from anyone who would come against her, Lord. I pray, Lord, against these thieves and these these people who, who try and rob your people, Father. Lord, the enemy looks to steal, kill, and destroy, but you have come to give life and life more abundant. I pray that you would give more and more of your abundant life to this caller, Lord. I just pray for her well-being. I pray for your protection upon her, Lord, a hedge of protection, the army of God, the army of angels, Lord, to watch over and protect her, Lord. I pray all of this according to your will for her life. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. You too. God bless. And if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer or if you have a question, a question about the Bible, Christianity, doctrine, theology, or on Christmas, call in tonight. The number is 888 888- Nine nine five 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 two. We were talking about the origins of Christmas, and uh, we talked about when was Jesus born. We, we, we know he wasn't born on December the twenty fifth. So why why start celebrating December the twenty fifth? Well, uh, when Constantine uh, was kind of legal, he legalized or legitimized Christianity and and stopped the persecution against Christmas. Uh, he, they wanted to uh, celebrate the, the birth of Christ. And there was a festival uh, in December that celebrated the sun, S-U-N, not, not, not S-O-N, the sun. Uh, they celebrated the sun, S-U-N, the sun of righteousness. And it was in December. And Constantine wanted to take over uh, that uh, holiday or that festival, uh, make it a Christian holiday, and it was on December the 25th, and that's where the celebration of Jesus' birth began on December the 25th, uh, to overshadow a pagan holiday with a Christian holiday to the true worship of of the true God instead of the mythology of a pagan God. And that's where we got December the 25th. It's not the actual day that Jesus was born, but it is the day that we celebrate Jesus' birth. The actual date is not important, you know, but the fact that we celebrate Jesus' birth, that's the most important thing, that we remember to celebrate and to glorify the fact that God sent his son. 
John 3.16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that so whoever should believe in him should not perish, but have eternal life. The fact that God loved us so much that he would send his Son into this world, that's what we celebrate. We celebrate God's love, God's love for his people, that he loved us so much that he sent Jesus to be born in a cave, in an ugly, smelly cave, not in a, in a, in a beautiful, clean palace where there was a, a pomp and circumstance. No, Jesus didn't come into the world. The Son of God, the creator of the universe, didn't come into the world in pomp and circumstance. He came humbly in a cave amongst the animals, laid in a manger. That's how Jesus came into the world. So we celebrate the fact that God sent his son. And we celebrate it on December the 25th. You know, the word Christmas itself comes from the Old English. And it's a compound word. It's the, it means Christ, the old Christ's Mass. The Mass that the, that the, 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 the priests would give. The preaching that the, that the priests would give on December the 25th was called the Christ Mass, and that day became known as Christmas, or Christ Mass. And it's first used, it was first recorded in the year 1038. That's when we get the first mention of Christmas. It's the Christ Mass. You know, the, another question that I always get about uh, Christmas is the Christmas tree. <coughs> One of the most notable symbols of Christmas is the Christmas tree. Why bring a tree into your house and decorate it in such a way to remember or to celebrate Christmas? Um, well, it's a it's a kind of an interesting story, but back in the 16th century, uh, that would be the 1500s. Uh, in the 16th century, in Germany, fir trees were decorated both indoors and outdoors. It wasn't just an indoor thing. It was an outdoor, indoor or outdoor. They were decorated with apples, with roses, with gilded candies, and with colored paper. In the Middle Ages, a popular religious play was, was started, uh, was depicting Adam and Eve and their expulsion from the Garden of Eden. A fir tree hung with apples was used to symbolize the Garden of Eden. The pear, it was called a paradise tree. The play ended with the prophecy of a Savior coming. And so often performed, it was performed during the Advent season, during the Christmas season. So that's where it started. Uh, and then also Martin Luther, if you're if you're a church historian or know anything about church history, you know about Martin Luther and how he began the Protestant movement, how he protested in his uh, the thesis that he, he nailed to the to the door at the church in Wickenburg. So Martin Luther was a great reformer, and he first adorned a uh, Christmas tree with light. And what happened was he was coming home one December night, and he saw the beauty of the stars shining in the branch, through the branches of a fir tree. And it inspired him to recreate that same effect by placing candles on the branches of a small tree inside his house. So Martin Luther, the great reformer, he's the one who brought light 
or put light on the on a on the Christmas tree the, for the first time, and it symbolized the the light that Jesus brings into our life. He brought us, takes us out of darkness and into the light, and these lights reminded him of the beauty of the stars in the sky, the beauty of the light that Christ brings into our life. And how did how did the Christmas tree really get so popular? <coughs> Excuse me. Well, back in England, uh, the Christmas tree was brought to England by Queen Victoria's husband, Prince Albert. Uh, he was a native of Germany. He was a German, and he married uh, Queen Victoria. And he brought the tradition of the Christmas tree with him to England from Germany. And there was a famous picture uh, in a newspaper in 1848 featuring the royal family of Victoria, Albert, and their children gathered around a Christmas tree in Windsor Castle. And this popularized, everybody wanted to do what the royals were doing. So it popularized the, the Christmas tree throughout Victorian England. And then that tradition was brought to America by Pennsylvania Germans. The Christmas tree became uh, very popular in the late 19th century, the 1800s, here in the United States. Uh, the Christmas tree uh, is also very important because it is the evergreen tree. The evergreen tree represents everlasting life, uh, everlasting life that comes through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is our life. He brought everlasting life to a dying world, to a hopeless world, to a world that was destined to doom and hell. But instead, he brought life. Everyone who trusts in Jesus Christ, everyone who is born again, born of the Spirit, has everlasting life. You can have this everlasting life. You can receive the greatest gift of Christmas that was intended to be given from the Lord. He gave the greatest gift. He brought you everlasting life. We, as human beings, we are eternal. We live forever. Our souls live forever. Even though this body dies, our soul continues. There is life after death. <clears throat> we will live after this body dies. But there's only, and there's only two places we will live. We will either live in God's kingdom, in everlasting joy, or there's a place of torment for eternity. We see that in the Bible. Jesus speaks about hell. He speaks about heaven. He says, I go to a place, I go to prepare a place for you in my Father's kingdom. If it wasn't so, I would tell you. But I go to prepare a place for you. That all who believe in him would be with him. He wants us to be with him in his kingdom. But if we reject his gift, if we reject the everlasting life that he came to bring, the forgiveness of our sins, if we reject that gift, then the only other place to spend eternity is separated from Jesus Christ. Apart from him, in everlasting torment and torture. And God forbid that anyone, that anyone would, would, would reject the love, the grace, the mercy, the gift of Jesus Christ. 
but the Bible tells us that many will. More will end up in hell than heaven. It says the, 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 the road to everlasting life is narrow and few choose it. But the road to destruction is broad and many take that road. Don't you be that one. You be the one that takes the narrow road. You be the one who receives the Christmas gift of everlasting life. Let the, let the Christmas tree represent the everlasting life that you have in Jesus Christ. I pray that you would receive the Lord tonight, that you would receive the gift of Jesus Christ, that you would remember, that you would know, that you would realize that Jesus came upon this earth to suffer on the cross, to shed his blood, that you might have eternal life, that you would live forever in his kingdom with him. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of Jesus Christ is that he came to give you everlasting life. He came to pay for your sins. He came to to redeem you, to redeem you from eternal destruction into everlasting life. Would you consider, would you consider praying and asking Jesus into your heart tonight? Would you consider asking him, to forgive your sins? Would you consider falling in love with Jesus Christ? Because he he fell in love with you even before you were born. He fell in love with you. and He loved you enough to leave heaven, to leave his kingdom and come upon this earth, suffer and die for your sins. Would you join me right now In this prayer, the Bible says, If anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. Behold, old things have gone and new things have come. Jesus said the only way to enter into God's kingdom is to be born again. And you can be born again tonight if you choose to receive the gift of everlasting life. Close your eyes wherever you are right now. If you're in a car... Well, I encourage you to pull over. If you're in your home and the TV's running, shut it off. Listen to the radio. Listen to this voice that's calling you into eternal life, into an eternal relationship with Jesus Christ. The greatest gift of Christmas is the gift that Jesus desires to give you right now. So just take the time right now to open your heart Open your heart to him and say with me, Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God and that you came upon this earth. You were born in a manger and you lived your life and you went to the cross and you shed your blood to forgive me of my sins. I ask you, to forgive me of my sins. I repent of my past life and I ask to be born again and to become a part of your kingdom. Jesus, receive my heart. Live inside me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and prepare a place for me in your kingdom, Lord. 
I give myself to you now totally and completely. And I thank you for your sacrifice. I thank you for the gift of eternal life. I thank you, Lord. And I pray that I would grow in your grace and in the knowledge of who you are. Receive me now as a child of God. I pray in your precious name. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, you have just received the greatest gift you'll ever receive. You just made the most important decision that you'll ever make. You have become a child of God. The Bible tells you that you are a new creation. All things have passed away. <clears throat> and behold, all things have become new. Second Corinthians 5.17 tells us exactly that. It tells us that you're born again. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that's what you just did. If you prayed that prayer, you asked Christ to come and live inside you. You asked Christ to receive you as his child. So you're in Christ. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things, the old life has passed away. All things, and behold, all things have become new. It says God is that, that you have been reconciled to God through Jesus Christ. You were separated from him, but now you've been brought near to him. So receive the greatest gift that you'll ever receive. Receive the gift of Jesus Christ, the newness of life. And I hope that you'll consider, uh, as a new Christian, <coughs> you need to be in church. You need to be in a Bible-based, God-praising, worshiping church. Get to church. Get to a church. Find a church. If you don't have a church, you can call the station here and we'll, we'll, we'll find you a church. We'll get you somewhere to a church. There are great churches all around Southern California. You know, if, if you're out in the west side, there's Core Church in, in, on, on La Cienega Boulevard. Uh, Pastor Steve Wilburn. If you're out in Riverside, there's Greg Laurie, Harvest Crusade, the Harvest, uh, OC, uh, the Harvest in, in Riverside and then Harvest OC in, uh, in, in Orange County. There's Diamond Bar. There's Pastor Raul Reese, uh, Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar. If you're, uh, out in the, out in the valley, there's Dudley Rutherford, uh, Shepherd of the Hills Church. There's so many great churches. If you're down off the uh, uh, 605 freeway, there's Pastor uh, Bayless Connolly in the uh, Cottonwood Church. If you need a church, we'll find you a church. But you need to be in church. The Bible tells us don't, don't forsake the gathering together as some have. But get together to encourage each other. Get together to be encouraged. Be together with your Christian brothers and sisters. You need to be in church. You need to be reading the word. You know, uh, faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of Christ. If you want to grow as a Christian, you need to be in the word of God. You need to be in his word. Start reading the gospels. Start reading about the man who saved you. 
the man who brought life into your Christmas, who gave you the greatest gift there is. Start reading in the book of John, the Gospel of John, the Gospel of Matthew, Luke, Mark. Read the Gospels and get to know the man who came, the God who came upon this earth to save you from your sins. And also, start praying. Most important, start praying. Start talking to God. All your life you've, 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 you've run away from prayer. Start running to prayer. Start seeking Him in prayer. Seek Him in prayer. Seek Him in His Word. And seek Him in His house. Seek Him. Because the Bible tells us, I'll give you one last scripture. Jeremiah. 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 Here, here is Jeremiah 29, 12. Jeremiah 29, 12 says this. And I want to read it to you directly from the Word. It says, Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, when you search for him with all your heart. I hope you did that tonight. I hope you'll do that all throughout the Christmas season. And I pray that you and your family have a merry, merry Christmas. Well, God bless you for, and thank you for listening tonight. I hope you enjoyed the program. I pray you have a great, merry Christmas. Don't forget to be in church tomorrow, today, this morning. Be in church. Go to your Father's house and worship Him. And then be with us next Saturday night here at midnight. God bless you. And good night.